Hi, I'm John. I'm the man behind Emma Chizid, and I wanted to explain a little bit what this podcast is going to be about. Every other Monday, Emma has a uh, quiz, a pub quiz, at Tipsy Bear here in Berlin, and I wanted to sort of go through the questions and explain a little bit my thinking behind them. And for those of you who are curious about the quiz but haven't visited yet, gives you uh, it'll give you an idea of what the quiz is like. Now, the problem with doing the quiz has been that I am um, not an actor. Okay, let me explain. The problem with Emma Chizit has been as I am not an actor. I kind of wanted her to be a bit of an idiot at first, which makes it a little difficult if she's going to be running a general knowledge quiz. And uh, I found it very difficult to modulate the character because I, like I said, I'm not an actor and I can't really do that very well. I'm not an improviser, except maybe as myself. So from these days onwards, from a couple of uh, weeks onwards, it has been that Amateurs, it is basically just me, but with a British accent and maybe a slightly higher voice than this. But that's it. So that's kind of uh, the background here. And now there will be some sort of title theme. I'm going to uh, record a new one at the next quiz. So be there if you want to be in there shouting it's the Emma Chizit Pub... Uh, fuck, I can't even say it myself. It's the Emma Chizit Drag Pub Quizit Podcast, is it? So if you want to be part of, of that shouty thing that's going to be part of the new theme uh, later, then uh, show up on Monday. That's Monday, a week from today when the uh, podcast is released. Um, let me see, 11 plus... Uh, the 18th, uh, where my guest will be Mr. Manic. So that will be an exciting and uh, very different quiz from uh, what we've had before, I think, in many ways. So on with the show. So we have the Amateurs at Drag Pub Quiz at number 16 was the one that we held a week ago. And um, I want to go through the questions and explain them a little bit. Uh, a lot of times I will do things like um, the very first question, I think, that I wrote for the very first quiz was basically what kind of films were outlawed in Monaco after a specific date in 1956. I don't remember, like May 8th or whatever. And um, then the uh, there's always... Because I am really dumb and I've really set it up badly for myself, there's always a main question and two bonus questions times 24. So basically I'm writing 72 questions per night, which is, um, yeah, a bit of a chore. But um, the bonus questions for those were who is uh, who married Prince Rainier of Monaco to become the Princess of Monaco? What American film actress um, uh, married Prince Rainier? And who is the mother of the current prince? Now, the answer to all three questions is Grace Kelly. So Grace Kelly, Grace Kelly, Grace Kelly. Because Grace Kelly films were outlawed uh, after she became the Princess of Monaco. So they couldn't show them in Monaco because I guess it was considered uh, not royal enough to be in the movies. But we're going to go through the questions from 16. And in round one, we started with high culture. And the question was, Prospero, Miranda and Antonio are characters in which Shakespeare play. And uh, for bonus points, name Hamlet's father and mother. Um, yeah, so I wanted to try and uh, keep that. The problem there is a lot of times the bonus questions are clues to other uh, to the uh, main question. So in this, this case, a lot of people who didn't know who Prospero was 
um, they um, immediately went for, oh, if the question later is about Hamlet, it's got to be Hamlet, but it's not, it's the Tempest. And Hamlet's father is actually named Hamlet, and his mother is named Gertrude. I don't think anybody got that. And a lot of people complain that the quiz is a little bit too hard, but I think a good quiz, you should be able to get about half the questions if you're knowledgeable. Um, so I think a score of 40 to 60 points is pretty good. If you're just scoring 20, then you're uh, not even trying. And so question number two was a new lowbrow, it was <laughs> a new, was about lowbrow culture. And the classic comedy horror musicals, The Rocky Horror Picture Show, was written by Richard O'Brien. And he also plays one of the key roles in the film, which one? And for bonus points, tell me the two-word name of the sequel, one point per word. See, I'm getting lazy there. Uh, I've just had one, really, uh, bonus question. But, um, yeah, a two-pointer if you can get it. And, of course, Richard O'Brien played Riff Raff, and the uh, sequel was called Shock Treatment. A lot of people got Riff Raff, nobody got Shock Treatment. The third category was sports. There's always a sport question. Um, I'm pretty... Um, I mean, I'm pretty tra traditional when it comes to uh, a pub quiz, and uh, every pub quiz has to have sport questions. And as it turned out, I actually forgotten that I put one in early, so I put one in later. So it actually has two. Uh, there's actually two in, in um, number 16 here. But the category is sport. Earlier this year, the New England Patriots beat the Los Angeles Rams to win which U.S. sporting event? And for a bonus point each, which two teams competed in the event in 2016? The answer, of course, is the Super Bowl, and the more difficult bonus questions here were the Denver Broncos and the Carolina Panthers, and I would have accepted Broncos or Panthers. Number four is a category of question that I like to call, are you paying attention? I like to have questions that aren't necessarily about, um, about general knowledge or, or, or book knowledge or that kind of thing, but just things in the world around you. I asked previously, for instance, like how many stripes, how many red stripes are there on the top of the uh, Berlin TV Tower? The answer is 10, in case you're wondering. And so this question was, are you paying attention? What bank has an office on the corner? So if, in your, if you're in Tipsy Bear on Eberswalderstrasse, close to the Eberswalderstrasse um, U-Bahn, what bank has its uh, office on the corner there? And there are two trams, uh, th sorry, there are three trams that run at that intersection and name two of them. So it was the Berliner Sparkasse, and then it was the M10, the M1, and the 12. All right, so, um, and it's actually really difficult to write uh, those kinds of questions because, like, if you had a fully German audience, you could ask something that, like, every German would know about uh, what what kind of, what, uh, what does a, oh, there's cars outside. Uh, what does a particular cookie packet have for colors, etc.? And uh, or, or actually, the idea—I got the idea from uh, somebody who did quizzes who uh, asked which, in which order, are the Beatles walking on uh, the cover of Abbey Road? Um, and the thing is, I also have, I think, a fairly young audience, and I think a lot of them might not really know the Beatles that well, so. Um, um, so that's why they're hard. Uh, number five here was, what is an Archimedes screw used for? And for bonus points, what is a screw in British prison slang? And which owl started Screw magazine in the late 60s in America? And it's raising water. And a screw in uh, British uh, parlance is a prison guard. And Al Goldstein. Of course, nobody got fucking Al Goldstein. But, you know, I need to have three screw questions. Number six was, what was never showed in officially issued photographs of U.S. President Franklin D. Roosevelt during World War II? And for bonus points, according to the Beatles song, Come Together, what would you hold him in to feel his disease? 
What would you hold him in to feel his disease in the Beatles song Come Together? And what are you said to rearrange on the Titanic when things are futile? And so the answers are his wheelchair, his armchair, and deck chairs. I really wanted to have his mm, chair uh, on the last one, but I couldn't get it. Number seven, in which year was the electric guitar invented? Five points for the correct year, three for the correct decade, and one for the correct century. And the answer is 1931. So I think everybody got at least one point there. Somebody guessed 1930, so they got two points. No, sorry, three points. Uh, that's how those uh, date things work. Number eight, which famous board game was originally called Chris Crosswords? Which famous board game was called Chris Crosswords? And how many squares are there on a chessboard and how many white pieces in a standard chess set? Now, these last two are supposed to be easy. Uh, the first one you should be able to guess. It's Scrabble and then, of course, 64 and 16. And that was round one. Round two goes like this. Today is the 4th of November, which it was at the time. On this day in 1956, Russian tanks rolled into what Eastern Bloc nation to quell an uprising? And speaking of uprisings, name the capitals of Lebanon and Sudan for a bonus point each. And it's Hungary, Beirut, and Khartoum. Ten. <clears throat> Question ten. And the category is computer games. What is the name of the mess of a game that is the online version of the Fallout series of computer games? And for a bonus point each, name the game studio behind the game and the head of that studio. Now, those two bonus questions are, of course, supposed to be difficult. Um, the uh, game itself is Fallout 76, which actually nobody got, which surprised me. I thought that the controversy had spread outside gamer circles, but evidently not. The uh, game company is Bethesda, and the um, uh, head of the studio is called Todd Howard. Question 11. What is the name of the new German drag race style show starting next week? Well, I think it's uh, starting in one or two days at this point. For bonus points, name two of the three hosts. The show is called Queen of Drags, inexplicably, because um, a drag queen is not a drag, just like a football is not a foot. Um, and the hosts are Heidi Klum, Conchita Wurst, and Bill Cowlitz. Now, I'm thinking the last one is probably famous in Germany, but I don't think any um, non-Germans really know who the hell he is. 12 is literature, who wrote The Great Gatsby, and for bonus points, who played the title character in the 1974 and the 2013 film? Uh, no, not one person playing in that, films, films, it should be films. Um, and the answers, of course, are F. Scott Fitzgerald, Robert Redford, and Leonardo DiCaprio. Question 13, and the category here is German philosophers. And this is one of those where I really enforce that you write them in the right order, because basically you can just take the three most famous German philosophers and, um, yeah, you'll, you'll get it right if you uh, get the order right. Which German philosopher is known for his major work, Critique of Pure Reason? Then we had to look up the German name for it uh, because there were some Germans playing. who were like, we don't know the English title. It's a critique of whatever something. Uh, for bonus points, which German philosopher wrote the Tractatus Logico-Philosophicus? And which one wrote Thus Spake Zarathustra? And, of course, it's Immanuel Kant. Ludwig Wittgenstein and Friedrich Nietzsche, so the three biggies. Fourteen, what was what was Navy Captain, Electrical Engineer, Aeronautical Engineer, and Fighter Pilot Eugene Cernan's biggest claim to fame? What is Eugene Cernan, who was a fighter pilot, and among other things, what was he most really famous for? And for bonus points, tell me why 20-year-old GDR citizen... Chris Geffroy has a memorial here in Berlin in which Greek philosopher was considered the last man to know everything. 
Now, the clue here is at the very end. The Greek philosopher was, was considered the last man to know everything. So it's the last man for the other two. Cernan was, you see, the last man to walk on the moon. And Jeffrey was the last person to be shot trying to get over the Berlin Wall. And the uh, Greek philosopher was Aristotle. Fifteen is religion. And I gave them three names and they had to say which religions they founded. And one point each, five points for all three. And there's Joseph Smith Jr., Siddhartha Gautama and L. Ron Hubbard. And it's Mormonism, Buddhism, and Scientology. And Scientology isn't really a religion. It's more of a money-grubbing, uh, brainwashing cult. But, you know, um, they call themselves a religion, if nothing else. And I think everybody got the Scientology one anyway. Question number 16 is a category I call user-created content. It's where I give an answer and people have to write a question that matches that answer. And the first time I did it uh, in edition 15, it was the answer was red. And um, this time the answer was Belgium. So anybody who wrote a question that uh, where the answer was unambiguously Belgium, it has to be pretty unambiguous for me to accept it, um, I gave them points. And I gave five points to whoever wrote the best one. I don't think there was a really a best one. It could be a tie. Just write a really good, funny question for the answer. Gives you five points. And if you just write a proper answer, then uh, you get uh, three points. Round three started with because. Round three is always after the drag queen performance, right? So the question that comes after that is usually related one way or another to the um, performance. In this case, uh, my uh, lovely co-host Vanessa Jupiter did a uh, Beyonce song. And so the question was, Beyonce had the best-selling album of 2016. What was it called? Or what is it called? It's still called that. Uh, for bonus points, the name of the group she was in before going solo and also their original name. And I was pretty sure that people weren't going to get the last bonus question, what the original name of Destiny's Child was. But it's one of those, I put questions in there where I think, uh, yeah, I know nobody's going to get it, but hearing the answer could be interesting. Usually only for bonus points. For the main points, I try, I try to stick with uh, questions that people can reasonably get. Um, because that album was called Lemonade, like I said, like I didn't say. But Destiny's Child, like I said, was her band before she went solo. And they were originally called Girls' Time. Time with a Y for some reason. Question 18. What is the more common name for calcium carbonate? And for a bonus point each, the more common names for sodium chloride and dihydrogen oxide. And I explained that uh, they had probably uh, touched the first one at some point in their lives. And that the um, the bonus questions, the first one was a very, very common thing. And the last one was something you needed to live because the answers are chalk or marble, uh, salt and water. Um, number 19, the Institute for Sexual Science was opened here in Berlin in 1919. By whom? And for bonus points, when did the Nazis burn his books and records? And one point each for the correct month and the correct year. And of course, it was Magnus, Her Magnus Hirschfeld. In May of 1933, May 10th more specifically, 20 was about the alcoholic drug abs absinthe or absinthe. Uh, it was considered to be hallucination inducing due to it being flavored with what plant? And the answer there is wormwood. And evidently the uh, German name for wormwood is vermuth, which is very, vermut, which is very confusing because that sounds like another alcoholic drink. Uh, for bonus points, what was its common nickname and what famous 18th century Edgar painted a canvas called L'Absinthe? What famous 18th century Edgar 
painted a canvas called Absinthe. See, I put his first name in there because, like, how many famous 18th century painters are called Edgar something? There's really only one that I'm aware of. So the answers, of course, are Wormwood, The Green Fairy, and Degas. Edward. Edgar. <laughs> Edward. Edgar Degas. And 21 in 1954, and this is one of those where you will find the question, like, who was the first actor to play James Bond on screen? And, of course, people will go, Sean Connery, which is actually not true, because, uh, well, let's hear this question. In 1954, American actor Barry Nelson played the role of a fairly obscure spy in a TV episode. A decade later, this spy would become much more famous in movies and initially be played by a Scotsman who is the spy. Well, obviously James Bond. Um, but he is American in this 1954 version. And for bonus points, who played the spy Harry Palmer in films like The Ipcrest File and Funeral in Berlin? And which country's spy agency is called the Mossad? So it was James Bond, like I said, Michael Caine for the um, first bonus question, and Israel. I think most people got the Mossad in Israel. 22, 22 I'd written, thought you could get away from it, did you? Well, here is the sport question. Well, yeah, this is the second sport question. And there was a Formula One race yesterday, it's like the day before, so uh, uh, eight days ago now. In what country? For bonus points, tell me the name of the track and which F1 team is often called the Prancing Horse. And it was in the USA. It was the Circuit of the Americas, also known as Cota. And uh, Ferrari is the team often called the Prancing Horse because of uh, well, they got a Prancing Horse on it, on their uh, little logo, don't they? 23. He had a pet moose and a metal nose, and he was, fa uh, was a famous astronomer. Who? And this is where the bonus points fell down, because the bonus points should somehow have been um, clues to that rather than follow-ups, because for a bonus point each, tell me what country he was from and which century he was born and active in. I'm not, I'm not super happy with that question, but it's like towards the end of the quiz, I'm like, oh, fuck, I just need to get a question. His name was Tycho Brahe. He was from Denmark, and he was active in the 16th century or the 1500s, if you prefer. I think he died in 1601 because he held his bladder for so long at a party that his bladder burst and killed him. So when you need to go pee, fucking go pee. 24, winning the final question in uh, number 16 here. What car maker has models called Car and Fusion? Car, K-A, not C-A-R. Car and Fusion. And for a bonus point each, what car maker makes the Vantage and what car maker makes the Musilago? And of course, it's Ford, Aston Martin, and Lamborghini. Now, if uh, you run a quiz and you want to steal some of these questions, go ahead, but uh, shoot me an email um, on an email address that I don't really have yet. Um, but... Find me on Facebook. Just go to Emma Chizit, E-M-M-A-C-H-I-Z-Z-I-T, as if you didn't know because it's in the name of the fucking podcast. And, uh, yeah, I did this very quickly, and um, there will be another one in two weeks' time. And uh, if you're listening to this within a week of release, remember that on the 18th at Tipsy Bear on Eberswalde here, here in Berlin, uh, there will be edition number 17 with my special guest, Mr. Manic, and I think a good time will be had by all who come there. It's not one of the things I really need to stress when it comes to uh, quizzes. A lot of people who aren't really into quizzes, they get very discouraged if they don't know almost every answer. And I, I really don't think that that is uh, necessary. I think um, if you get a few of them, you get enough of them to, to score points, then you're doing just fine. Uh, because if they're all easy, especially if my regular uh, JP, um, who has been to probably 12 or 13 of my uh, 16 quizzes, if he's there, uh, they need to be hard because he is very, very, very good. 
he did lose on the 15th, so he's not invincible. And especially if I try to angle it somewhat toward pop culture, which he's not very good at, then um, it tends to work out a little better. But anyway, that's that's that. Thank you for listening. And uh, keep them coming. I don't know. Um, I hope to see you at Tipsy Bear next Monday. <laughs>